Welcome to Time Sync. This is episode 109. I'm co-host Amaldi. And I'm co-host Hamza. So last time we talked about Wings Club. Not Wings Club again. Well, that's oh. the first thing I'm going to say here, dude. Wings Club again, dude. People are going to be okay. listening to this like, what? To wait, be wait, fair, wait. this isn't actually about Wings Club. It's just, it happened to come up in a conversation about Wings Club. And therefore, it's a nice little way to connect it to the show. All right, great, great. That's I talked about how... <laughs> I talked about how my sister has friends who are watching Wings Fate Saga. I forgot the show. I think it's called Fate the Wings Saga. I think it's like a weird, messy title. Like the live action wing show on Netflix that got cancelled. They were watching that and they had no perception or knowledge of the original series. The animated one. Yeah. And this led to an interesting situation for my sister because she wanted to say something. But then she realized that the thing that she wants to talk about happened in the show. In the animated show but hasn't happened in the live action one. But you also don't know if it will ever happen in the live action one. So, would that be a spoiler if you were to say the thing that happened in the animated show? No. No, not at all. I mean, wait, is the, 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 wait, wait, the live action, is it just a, like, a rewrite or, like, a... a it's like, completely different. It's completely different. Then it not even matter. close. Then it doesn't matter at all, no. Okay. Then why so would that even you, be close to a spoiler? It's like, it well, doesn't matter. Okay. Keep in mind that, okay, let me give you more context on what the spoiler, quote-unquote, was. Basically, a character, it's basically a thing where... How about this? Without sounding like a like a like a crazy person. <laughs> okay. So in the original show, there every all each of the main characters has like a love interest, right? Okay. And in the current show, in the like I got like dis- dis- distinguish the two. In the animated show, every character had a love interest. In the live action one, two of the characters are going after the same guy. Standard love and, triangle. Yeah, standard standard you know love triangle drama blah blah. The interesting thing is. The show hasn't introduced any character who is supposed to be the like two two girls are going for one guy, right? But we know both as an audience because oh, this is the main character. They're gonna get the guy. Got it. Got right. It. And also because if you watch the original show, you know that she did the two that get together. Okay. Yeah. So my sister was saying, oh, I can't wait till they introduce Brandon, who's supposed to be the other girl's love interest from the animated show. And the reason she felt like she couldn't say that. Was because if they ever introduce a character named Brandon, as a person who watched the animated show, you know that, oh, that's going to be so-and-so's love interest. But if you're watching the show and you don't have that information, that would kind of be... A, my sister felt like it would be a spoiler to tell her, oh, they're going to end up together because I, I watched the original show and they those two characters get together. But, okay, it's, 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 like you said, they're, they're widely different, right? So it's not true that even if Brandon shows up, they still might not get together, right? They still might. You know, right. They could totally like intentionally play into the expectation and subvert it. Yeah, so she could say something like, "Oh, they they get together in the in the animated show. Maybe they'll get together." I, I don't know. I guess I guess you're right. That's kind of a tough tough call, right? Well, now now it does now it suddenly does feel like it's a spoiler, or it could be a spoiler if you say like, "Oh, those two characters get together because in the original show they, they did." Even if you're wrong, it would still feel like a spoiler if someone told you that, right? Would you not? If someone told me that, I'd be like, "Oh, you can't spoil it." Even though if they were wrong in the end, like it turned out like, "Oh, they subverted the expectation of the original content." Yeah, yeah, I think I think I would agree. That's a little bit of spoiler. So you so you can so you would agree that if something is a remake or a reimagining, you can still spoil things from the original source. Well, all you gotta always generalize and broaden. Generalize the to the point where it's ridiculous. I, then I say, then I say, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And then you say some crap like, yeah. So then start. So you agree that the, the like, <laughs> listen, dude, listen. In this case, it makes perfect sense. Do I do I say that's the case in every single case? I don't know. 
you know. Spoils are one of those things where it also, it's difficult to say because some people just don't care that much about spoilers. And in that case, would this be a spoiler? Uh, because it's like, yeah, I guess they're, they've told something. But the thing is, it's not a spoiler because it might not even happen, right? It's, it's not, just a theory. Yeah, it's just a theory. It's a more, more of a theory. But the theory is well-based on what this show is based off. So it's kind of like more than just a theory, you know, like a meta game. It does get weirdly messy in that way, yeah. I believe you're one of those people who doesn't care about spoilers, right? Like, you don't really care. You tend to, like, not care. I can tell you, like, oh, this is how the thing ends, even, like, whatever. No, I mean, it depends on the media. And, like, if I'm watching, like, for example, if I'm watching Mob Psycho 100, I mean, even then, I don't care that much. But generally... Like, every time you say, like, oh, I care, well, I don't care that much. You always end it with, like, I don't care that much. Like, if someone told me a spoiler, the thing is, I have a really bad memory. And I watch shows really late. So if someone tells me a spoiler of, like, Mob Psycho, I'm not going to remember that when I actually watch the show. So it doesn't really matter too much to me. So why can't I talk to you about Jujutsu Kaisen? No, you can talk to you can talk about Jujutsu Kaisen. There's no way I'm gonna remember much, but it's it's like it depends on how you want my first my viewing to be experience to be, right? Whether I go blind or whether I, you know, that's you think you you need to be like, listen, you can tell me, but do you want to be responsible for tainting my experience? That's no, because because there are sometimes right where like for example, Gravity Falls, right? Someone told me right away that. Is this really kind of a spoiler? I was about to say, but is this really it's a spoiler? It's a spoiler. I know you're going to say it's a spoiler. It's 100% a spoiler. All right. If they someone... told you the, the ending of like the first season. Yeah. If someone someone told me that something amazing happens, or they tell me what happens, that's kind of a huge spoiler. Like, that, like when you're watching the show, that's all you're going to be thinking. But you be like, oh, well, you know what's going to happen. It's kind of disappointing if, if you knew beforehand. But if you're watching the show and you're like, wait a minute, what? And it makes perfect sense how they do it. It's not even like a, they just threw that in there, like, somehow. So... Sometimes you do the it thing about matter. that thing you're talking about is people actually did guess it. Of course they did. No, I know they did. I know they did. Because Granny Falls all those shows where they actually do foreshadow and put hints, like a lot of hints yeah. to future stuff. And that look thing at, you're talking about, people look, predicted that. Dude, look at look at One Piece. Alright? It's classic spoiler talk because in One Piece, Echiro Oda has literally said, with the knowledge that I have given in One Piece and the amazing fans that I have, someone can definitely figure out what the One Piece is. So because okay. because he said but that people are people you say, are crazy. Hey, do you say like as in like we haven't figured it out yet, or because yeah, the way uh, you said that is as if he's saying no one has yet, but I suspect someone probably has. I feel like someone already has, but he he hasn't. I don't think he looks at like every single theory. There's so many theories out there, literally so many. There's like forget about just the American or the English theories that I listen to. There's tons of Japanese theories out there. You know, just it's from it's it's from Japan, right? But also tons of other theories and other other languages i think it's really huge in spain too so it's like it's one of those things where it's hard to tell but in one piece what is a, what is what constitutes a spoiler because there's anime only viewers there's people that read the manga and even in the manga there are spoilers when the scans come out and then there's leaks to the spoil to the scans so there's so many levels of spoilers here yeah that's definitely an issue i see a lot on subreddits where if it's a if it's a subreddit for a show, like let's say, as you just as an example, because I'm familiar with that one. I believe the way it worked was when the manga was originally just a manga. They could talk about the latest chapter, no problem. Yeah. As soon as the chapter comes out, you can talk about it. Now, because there's an anime of the same show, same name and everything, right? So people who watch this anime might jump onto the same subreddit. Now the rules are, if you're talking about manga specific stuff, you have to label it as a spoiler. And you can't have any meaningful information in the title wait even if the manga chapter has already been adapted 
No, not after. No, okay. Once it's been adapted, then it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Say, say that that's the exact same thing for the One Piece subreddit too. I think a lot of subreddits do that now, where it's like we'll keep one subreddit for both the anime and manga fans, and the manga fans just have to be more careful about what they say. And for the for the leaks, when the One Piece leaks happen, what they do is they cons- they constrict all talks about the leaks in one mega thread. That's usually sticky. So that helps us so that no one no as soon as as soon as a leak comes out, it's like literally a leak will come out saying what the One Piece is one day. The well probably not because you know, but they'll come out saying here's what the One Piece is. And then, you cannot hide the storm that will be what the One Piece is. It's gonna spoil everything for everyone. Okay, let's be real. You don't think that you don't think the can keep it together? Not at all. Or you don't think all. the subreddit can maintain it? Not at all. You know, you know why? Because there was a chapter that came out that revealed that Luffy doesn't really have the fruit that he had for the past twenty-five years. He has a different mm-hmm. ability, and that post had so many upvotes, like that leaked spoiler post. That people people hadn't even like read the chapter, and they're 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 making posts on just looking at the number of upvotes on that post. They're like, "What the heck is happening? What is this leak about?" What? Because they're, they're people that really don't want to see the leaks. They don't want to get, they don't get spoiled. So they're like, "What is this? What is this?" And now, no joke, I see every people spoiling it for everyone because they're like, "Whatever." They can't they can't they can't just not talk about that. They're like, "Dude, he has a different fruit. It's going crazy. Everyone's going crazy. YouTube is making thumbnails that are easily spoiled." You know. Oh, uh, we talked about. I know we talked about that before, where like YouTube thumbnails can spoil things too, which is really annoying. Yeah, when you're trying right, to avoid yeah. them. I think I think in that conversation you used an example of the like it'll be like the one piece is real and then it'll be a post of like the picture of what the one piece is, you know, Oda dies or something. <laughs> I think that's what you oh, said. Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. Even right dude, I've seen so many posts like every day about what the one like here's what the one piece is, or Oda revealed the one piece, or Oda messed up, here's the one piece. Or Oda slipped in something special. What are they talking about, dude? I'm like, re- I'm reading the chapter. And there's nothing here. Like, what are they talking about? But obviously, that's how they get their. That's how they get their revenue. Yep. You gotta make content. You gotta get the ad revenue somehow. Yeah. So you read. Okay. I now want to know where you stand. Do you read the like? When you say scans, do you mean like scanlated, or do you just mean like literally yes, somebody just scanlated? Well, okay. So okay. there's the raw scans, which okay, come raw out scans. even before the scan, the scan, the scanlation, the scanlations. The translated scans, and then there's a scan. So okay, here, here here's the layers. All right. Yeah. Here's the for timeline. One piece. Here's the timeline. Yeah. This, this Oda I, writes the chapter and gives it to the publisher. They try printing it. Then what? And the leaker, whoever the leaker is, has some source in the publishing or the draw. I don't even. We don't know what the source is, right? And there's many of these actually. Of course there is. There's One Piece, and they take the chapter, they read it, maybe in Japanese, maybe whatever, and they have like a tiny summary, which they publish right away, pretty much. Oh, okay. So it's not even necessarily like photos of the chapter. No photos. It's no photos. Nothing. Nothing. Just someone's words. Someone's summary. Yeah, just words, which could be fake, and it has been fake before in the past. But usually, there's like there's spoil. There's people that what are they call spoilies? People that make the spoilers that are certified, if you will. And so people look at it like, oh, this is done by redone, so therefore it must be good. That's it's a class. And there's some people that are like, wait, this guy's not that good, so forget about it. It might be fake. That kind of stuff. So. Those are just words. Maybe that's like a paragraph of a summary of what happened in the chapter. Then as time goes on, like maybe a few hours passed or maybe the next day, well, usually just a few hours passed, then they give a full rundown of dialogue of the chapter. So the entire dialogue has been pasted, but still no pictures or anything. So it's just like, character says this, character rebuttals, character says yeah, this. Yeah, and then, and then character goes to this place and then this gets revealed and then character does So it's like a screenplay or like a movie script. Yeah, kind of. And then, and then after a few more hours, the raw scans are shown 
which are just pictures again. They show pictures, they show it in Japanese, so you can't really read it, but you do see color, uh, I mean, it's like double spreads or whatever, just chapter stuff, right? Uh, and then finally, the scanlations come out, which then you can read, but there are many different scanlations from different sources because different people translate things differently. Yeah, that's the major diff. That's like what matters the most to me. And a lot of people just look at the scanlation and they're like, we're done. But then when the official chapter gets released, obviously in English, then the, then the translations are a little bit different. So then there's people that post, okay, here's the exact differences, and I don't know why they use this and the other thing, but the, the word in Japanese really... Dude, people, I don't know, I swear to God, dude, they analyze every word, every period, every punctuation in, in every single One Piece chapter. This They'll, was one sentence, but now they made it two. Yeah, forget about the sentence, dude. They look at the pictures, they're like, that guy has a hairstyle like this... One Piece. Wait, they actually crazy. modify the pictures for. I know, like, se- for censorship. But... No, 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 I'm just saying, just for just for analysis, not not for. Oh, okay. Not for that. Okay. I'm just saying they're crazy. They go hard. They go real hard. There's a joke on the One Piece subreddit which is like, uh, One Piece fans when when break hits because usually there's a break every like I think, after like every, every month there's like a, a break or something or every couple months, so there's no One Piece that chapter uh, that week. There's no One Piece chapter that week. And people during break week go insane. Like, that's what the joke is. They, they just make some crazy outlandish theories. Like, I just saw a theory recently, which is like, <laughs> it's, it's a spoiler. I can't really say it, but it's kind of like, oh, you know about Roger's egg on his ship? That's not a spoiler. They reveal, they're like, what if the egg contains this? There's always theories of what the egg contains. I'm like, what is this guy smoking, dude? Like, <laughs> It's like everyone's just going through withdrawal. Yeah, yeah. So which one do you read? Do you, you read everything or do you re- wait to like... The official one comes out, or where do you lie? So, I'm not, like, up-to-date, up-to-date. I'll, I'll just go... Usually, oh, yeah, you used to do Wikipedia, don't you? No, no, no. Usually, usually One Piece spoilers come out on Tuesdays. And okay. sometimes Mondays, if it's really hype. And sometimes Wednesdays, if they don't want to do something. But usually Tuesdays. So, what I'll do is, Tuesday mornings, I won't really check. Like, I don't really care too much. Uh, but usually, if you do, that's when the summaries come out. I'll usually check during midday, which is when the text comes out, so I can read the text about the chapter. Okay, so you you read the script. The script, yeah. And I look at some of the raw images, but that's it. That's kind of it. I don't really read the scanlations. I don't read scanlations at all. And then, at all. At all, at all. And then when the chapter officially comes out, then I read the discussion threads on it. And the, then the, you know, the analysis threads and blah, 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 a bunch of those. And I don't read the actual chapter at all. I mean, when I was when I was fully caught up, I used to read it, but now I've I've realized, like, thought about it myself, and I'm like, I don't particularly enjoy uh, reading the chapter and then waiting a week and then reading the chapter. It, One Piece stuff is very slow, and it's very, there's always mysteries and hooks and stuff, and I don't really like being like, oh, what happens next? Well, I guess I'll find out if I find out or whatever. I don't really care that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that deep into it, I guess. So what I do now is I wait for the entire arc to finish, or at least the first act or second act to finish before I start reading that arc. So Wano has just finished, and I started reading Wano. That's more of an arc, isn't that like a, the saga? You, you, you read the whole saga or the arc? Because well, I don't know if this is like a thing for other mangas or whatever, but I've only ever seen it for One Piece, where they have arcs, which is pretty typical. You know, this is like one storyline. Yeah. And then those arcs make up a saga, where it's like a collection of arcs becomes a saga. I don't know if this is like a thing Oda says, or if it's just something the community made up as a way to easily organize such a large volume of content. Yeah, I don't know if it's official either, but Wano, Wano is part of a saga. And Wano itself is just the Wano arc, which is made out of three acts. And uh, the first two acts are very small, like very short. And the third act comes out of nowhere. And it's like longer than like the, the, the next largest arc. So it's like very large, right? 
And um, but the thing is, I watched. I I was caught up to the One Piece anime, which is in Wano, so I already know what's happening. Then I'm reading the manga. It's not really huge changes, right? So, but still, I know what happened in the story, so I don't care that much about spoilers. For One Piece, I don't care about spoilers at all. And uh, then I just read the manga because I enjoy the. I enjoy reading the manga because I know that there's chapters for the entire arc, so the whole story is self-contained. I'm not waiting every week. I'm not forgetting details that might be minute, and it's easy to catch any weirdness. You know, for example, like one thing that people, a lot of people forget is the chopper can speak to animals. This is something that oh, it's something that doesn't of... come up often in the story, but it's established to be a thing. Yeah, I think it was in Film Red, right? I think he spoke to animals in Film Red, which kind of was like I was like really glad. I was like, okay, someone remembered that he can still speak to animals. <laughs> someone on the team remembered this detail. And in this, in the manga for, for uh, the uh, the arc for Wano, there's things that happen in the beginning of the arc, which don't make sense in the end of the arc, based off what happened. Or, like, things that feel... It felt like Oda just forgot. To me. Oh, I see. Interesting. So, you feel like because the creator is making it week by week, some details that are established a year ago, which is how long the Wano arc felt like. Yeah. Was it was it a year of uh, Wano? No, it was probably more than a year. More than a year. My God. Yeah, it's so like, even the creator has, like, finally forgotten the minor details that he established early on. Yeah, I think so, too. I think, I think, I think that's true. And when I'm reading it now, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oda revealed this person in this certain way, and... He he gave them a title. That title is kind of lost later on, or it's brought back, but it's not really shown properly. So, anyways, it's just interesting. Okay, I've always been a scanation kind of person. I don't want to mm. see the script. I don't want to see the raw scans. I just want to wait till like someone cleans it up, puts it in English, because I can only read English, and then enjoy it. I'll occasionally check out the official one, just out of a personal curiosity from like a linguistics perspective. Like, oh, what did they change? Anything different? Like, that's it. But it's never, like, for the actual chapter itself. Sometimes it might be big differences. I remember reading one time, they're like, oh, the scanlation said this, but rea- and really, it means this. And when when you look at the Japanese, and it's like it's like a totally different context, and a totally different meaning. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of... You get the general gist, you know, One Piece is not that deep a story. It's a kid's show. It's a goofy show, you know, that's, you know, that's all I can say. I think that, yeah, even, I have to admit, I'm not super, super into One Piece. Yeah. Where it's like, you often talk about details and like I completely forgot that like it's gone that's Even fair like, that's fair I know yeah. sometimes it's an issue because I speed read a lot of manga where like because I picked up One Piece when it was around ch- chapter 900 and I just burned through those 900 chapters until I caught up and yeah. so those details of the first 900 are kind of fuzzy because I just burned through them but even like when I read them week to week because I once I caught once I catch up with the manga I just keep pace Yeah. so I read them week by week even then, like, I'll forget details that happened, like, three, four months ago. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that. I, I remember it now that you told me, but I completely forgot. Yeah, the only the only reason I even remember the details is because I usually, like, I'll read the chapter. I mean, I'll read the discussion threads. I'll read the analysis. I'll watch videos on discussions on One Piece, like, every once in a while. So, it's easy to remember when people, like, hyper-analyze something, right? I mean, that does help. I definitely know that there are series that I'm more familiar with because I consume, like, secondary content i guess you could say around yeah the actual main content like oh i'll watch a youtube theory i'll watch even like i'll watch summary sometimes a series that i'm already familiar with just because like, i want to get like all the details or like oh here's how the system like the magic system works in this show and here are all the minor details that you might have forgotten about how you can do this if you do this and da. yeah i mean I, earlier i said one piece is a goofy silly kind of show but it, it's one of those things where i don't want to say that because there's so many like dark deep themes in one piece but then every single time there's a dark, deep theme, Oda always says, haha, but remember this crazy smiley face or some kind of like, like just random silly junk 
that he puts in there because this is the kind of he wants this is the kind of show that he wants okay so he, you know and I, 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 that's, that's admirable you know he's not changing the show for the for the people that watch it he wants to he wants to do what he wants right which is fine but sometimes it just doesn't make much sense you know that's all i'll say it just doesn't make much sense it does feel like a bit of whiplash sometimes when you go from like something very very dark and depressing to then like quickly go to somebody that's having fun like uh, i'm not just tell you sure uh, sometimes i wonder like sometimes i watch an anime I'm like who's the audience for this like yeah, sometimes uh, it feels like it's too goofy for adults and it's like it's too dark for kids like what is What's the, who's watching this? And then, of course, I'm watching it, so I guess it's me. Oh, good answer. Yeah, dude, I, what was the show that you're watching? Like, I forgot what it was, and we were like, huh, I wonder what the demographic is. And then we searched it up, it was exactly your demographic. I can't remember exactly what show oh, it was. Oh, it was, uh, I forget the Japanese name, but isn't it like My Dress Up Darling or something? Oh, that's what it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and we searched it up, and like, yeah, just like, audience, adult males between the ages of like 18 to 20-something, like, ah, nailed it. It's perfect, and when you when you hear the name "My Dress Up Darling," I don't think you consider that like, oh yeah, like you know Naruto or you know like, you know what I'm saying? Psychopath. Exactly. Yeah. You think of like, oh, my dress up, darling, Barbie. Like, it sounds like, like something you'd see on like those flash games for girls websites. You know? Yeah. You ever go to yeah. those when you were a kid or something? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it looks like well, it'd be like one of those games, but no, it's actually like a really interesting series about cosplay. Yeah, that's what it's about. So there you go. And it was perfectly a Moldy's demographic. So they know. They know. Jack, yeah, they I, was, know. I was also about that. Like, what is it about being a typical... Like, I always I always joke like I'm like a stereotypical guy. Like, that's just like... I fit like a lot of stereotypes. What is it? What is it about that? That happens, just happens to be that way. Listen, I don't, I'm not sure if that's... Like, okay, dude. I don't even know if I want to go too deep into this. But do you, do you fit the stereotypical guy? Or is it just that there's so many stereotypes of guys... And you just fit a lot that is, of them. I think you're right. I think you're right about that. There are so many different stereotypes, some of which contradict other ones. Yeah. I just have to, I'm just noticing the ones that I... It's like a... Astrology. Where it's, if you're vague enough and you describe enough minor details, you'll eventually find something that clicks. And you're like, yep. oh, it knows you perfectly. Yeah, people look at horoscopes like, okay, I don't want to teach you that, but they're like, oh yeah, that, per- that fits me perfectly. Dude, I saw this, I saw this post where the dude is like, uh, oh, I love this one. I know you're gonna talk about. I love this one so much. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he said though. He said he says something right, and they're like, and he says, "Oh, I'm a Scorpio oh, yeah. or something." He, he, yeah, he talks about how uh, uh, he he tells the girl that he's like a Leo. Oh, that's what because it it's compatible with her. Uh, yeah, 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 her sign or whatever, and it's like in actuality, I'm a Scorpio, and then like a couple of tweets later, it's like all you in my in my replies telling me that's such a Scorpio move. I'm actually a Pisces. Like, in the end, yeah. like, he's he's sex out everybody. Pisces. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. It's like no one knows, dude, and they're just making stuff up, bro. Like, come on. That's interesting. I'm so. I'm. I don't know how the idea came that the the way the stars are aligned when you are born means something. You know, like that's. I mean, every culture has something weirdly specific like that. Like in Japanese, isn't it like blood type is supposed to make a huge factor of what your personality is like? That one it makes a little bit more sense, though. It's like it's something like physically in your body. Like it's in like, your body. Okay, I see. Yeah, the, this is like. Hey, you know what? Those stars are like that that night. You must be aggressive. It's like, what? <laughs> what did the stars have to do with me, bro? <laughs> yeah, that's the European zodiac. Even Chinese zodiacs, like the year you're born, supposedly makes a huge difference in like what you'll be like. Isn't like the dragon? So if you're born in the year of the dragon, you're supposed to have a, like a very successful, prosperous life. Oh. And so a lot, you can see like a noticeable spike in births in China in the year of the dragons because people wait to have kids till then. Even even the year that you're born is more relevant than the the stars because 
it's like a generation thing, right? So you're born in this generation, and depending on that generation, you know, you go to the same schooling, the same kind of paths, and then you reach somewhere, some goal. So that that makes that actually makes more sense too to me than stars, you know, <laughs> like just just yeah, having like the st- months. Maybe there's maybe there's something separate, right? This. They're separated by months, right? Like these, this day to this day of this month is the. I I actually don't know yeah, much I about the. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah, because I know like I'm like around the edge. Where like if I had been born a couple of days later, I'd be a different one. But like, yeah, my yeah, birthday's yeah. in the middle of the month, so I think like it cuts it weirdly. It's not nicely lined up with like the Gregorian calendar. Yeah, I think I think it's something something like that, and I don't know. Maybe there's something there, and I haven't done enough research about the the stars aligning. No, just... I get Hamza. I assure you, there's nothing there. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I think of is like, there's not. What do the stars have to do with anything? I mean, it can be like a self-fulfilling prophecy or something, where it's like, because you were told that this is the way it is, and if enough people around you believe that you'll be this way, it can kind of for it kind of push nah, you into uh, that box. Nah, nah, that, that, but that's nothing to do with stars, though. That's nothing to do with stars. That's yeah, it's purely that, human I agree that's possible, nature. but that's yeah, that's not stars. I want to know if like the stars have any effect. Like, and the stars are in this exact formation. And the sun is in this exact orientation or whatever, and Neptune is on that side. Then maybe the maybe that means that you know the sun is get is exactly this much heat in the world and global warming, and therefore you are just born <laughs> the exact same. You know, I'm just you know what I'm saying. I like you're throwing science terms in there, like you know, oh the orientation of the sun and global warming and all. Yeah, maybe the sun's at the peak of its orientation. I don't know, bro. But and the heat of the sun causes you to grow up more. Uh, successful you know i was kind of thinking there's one thing that i can i can't believe i don't this doesn't to do with like astrology honestly i was thinking are children born during winter physically stronger than those who are born like in any other season wait what why because in my this is one of the things like i'm just kind of spitballing ideas i was thinking if the child was especially like in olden times more you know generations back if someone was born during the winter that's like winters are a hard thing to survive for humans like realistically, there's more. Well, demand it depends you. on where you live. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on where you live, but for the most part, I think most people agree. Like winter's like flu season. That's when you get sick. That's when you're exposed to more things that can kill you. And I was thinking, like, if the baby's born during that time, and manages to survive, that if I had to, the body had to fight more, could their immune system have gone like a jump start that other gener- or other children born throughout the year didn't get? Like, I could believe that. It was one of the things where I could believe it. Someone like, did a study and like, oh, yeah, children born during, like, end of September to, like, the st- mid of February are shown to have stronger immune systems. I don't know about that. And because... then technically speaking, if that was the case, if that was the case, then you could argue that the tilt of the Earth's axis dictates the strength of your immune system. Technically, because that's what causes the seasons, right? Uh, uh, that feels like it doesn't make sense to me. Because, like, then you just have to wait one more year, and then the other baby would catch up. And you would be at the same place. So... Even if you get it a, cancels even, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly what I'm saying. Even if you get a jump start, it cancels. No, but then, out. but then that's that kid's second winter, so they're always one winter ahead. Yeah, but it doesn't matter anymore. Like the 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 gap from the first one is important. Then it's like nothing because you're already caught up. That's what I'm thinking. That's, that's interesting. That's, that's the genetics. Idea. What did you say? I'm just, throwing epigenetic? out, I'm just throwing out like epigenetics. I'm just throwing out fancy I buzzwords. The, I don't even know what that means. We talked about this before. Epigenetics were like. You can, like, pass genes on to, like, uh, you can pass, like, memories on to other generations and stuff. Like, basically, the way it's always described is, like, genes are like, your genes. They, they define who you are. Epigenetics actually is how you read those genes. So, certain genes can be ignored because of your epigenetics, which can be influenced by just the way you live your life. Like, your life actions can influence your epigenetics, 
even though your genes are technically still the same. Your DNA didn't change, but the way your body reads your DNA has changed. And you can no, pass down to future generations. About, I got no idea what you're talking about, dude. Alright, anyways, like that that's too deep for me. I'm not a scientist. Amolib, have you heard of, have you have you heard of a game called Spellbreak? Nope. I see it on the show notes. I see a sad face emoji. I don't know if that's part of the name or not. No, no, no. It's okay. This is it's a sad it's a sad day because this is a game that came out when Fortnite was at its peak. Oh, okay, interesting. And what is Fortnite? It's a, well, I'm talking about the Battle Royale part of Fortnite. It's a Battle Royale. And guess another what other game came out during that time? Apex Legends, which is also a Battle Royale. Okay, we say that time. This is actually a very wide spread of time. It's not that wide. Okay, this Fortnite's peak was pr- for 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 a pretty 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 long time. It was it wasn't like just like a little. That's spike. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like you're saying the peak of Fortnite as if it was like a month or a, like two months. No, what? I think Fortnite's peak was like multiple multiple months, if not a year or two. When did I say it was for just one month, bro? What are you talking about? I, don't I said know. Peak say Fortnite. peak. When we say peak, I it I feel like people associate that with like a spike. It is a spike in the lifespan of the game. Yes. And that spike could be years, whatever. But that's still a spike. It's not really a spike. I feel like it's more of just an upward creep towards success and then a plateau at success for a very long time. I wouldn't call that a peak. I wouldn't call that a No, spike. but you got that's because your scaling is off. You gotta scale way further in the future. Oh, just and zoom it out. A peak. But you need the access to be from like the eighteen hundreds to twenty twenty two. And then like that looks like a peak. No, from the lifespan of the from the start of the game, Fortnite, and then when the battle royale was released and then till now there's a peak there for sure but anyways anyway whatever dude i don't know whatever the point is spellbreak also came out so it is also a battle royale but they change things up a little bit as all games do there are spells and there's magic and that kind of stuff right and you can fly and the movement's okay whatever when the game came out i liked it a lot because it was made in unreal engine and that's kind of cool and two i liked its movement and it's a style. Wait, wasn't Fortnite also made Unreal Engine? Yeah. Okay. I don't know the way you said that is if you're just describing why you like Spellbreak better than Fortnite. I think 50% or more of AAA games that are coming out soon are all made in Unreal Engine. It's taking a lot of the market cap now. That's wild. But uh, yeah, Fortnite, Fortnite, the company that made Unreal Engine also made Fortnite. So they're the same company. So that's that kind of like, that's expected. And for Spellbreak, it's just, an, it's just a... Indie, I don't want to say indie, but it is indie because it's like, oh, like, I don't know, maybe 50 to 100 developers or something. Not a huge team That's compared to AAA indie. games. Yeah, they're the ones that made Spellbreak. And when the game came out, it was very hyped. I think it was like re- like one of the top five viewed on Twitch and that kind of stuff. So it was, a lot of people played it during that time. It was really big. Um, but I stopped playing it after a while. And the reason why I stopped playing it is because I... It was it was too much like Apex, where I didn't care that much about picking up items that were. I think the reason why I like Fortnite, Fortnite a lot is it's very basic, very simple, for my child brain, and I like that. Uh-huh. I don't want to think. That's too also deep. why it appealed to a lot of children. Yes, I don't want to think too deep about my choices. They had in Spellbreak had to make choices of like what class you're picking, what subclass, what items, what sub items, what this, this, what synergies, and that's that's too much thinking for me, you know. Fortnite but it doesn't even let you pick your character unless you pay. Or buy it? something. No, Fortnite I think it was free. Even... I think it was free. Fortnite? No, Spellbreak. Wait, Fortnite is free too, yeah. No, no, no. I meant Fortnite doesn't even let you pick your character until you buy something. It just gives you a random one. No thoughts. No thought process. Here's your character. Yeah, go. yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, it's pretty simple, right? So, I like Spellbreak when it came out. I played it. Actually, every once in a while, I would go back just to, just to feel the movement again. Because it felt really nice. It looked really clean. The style of the game is very 
I like the style of the game. Then I find out randomly, just a couple, I don't know, weeks ago, it's being shut down. Oh, it's not even like going to shut down. It's already gone. It's already dead. Uh, uh not yet. I think it's soon. Okay, okay. Soon. Soon TM. Last part. And here, I want to read out what the dude that, the CEO of Proletariat Inc., which is the company that made Spellbreak, what did he write? What did the CEO write? He wrote uh, a message to the Spellbreak community. Spellbreak started as an idea to create a revolutionary multiplayer fantasy experience. I feel we achieved that in combat, art style, storytelling, and more. So here's that revolutionary multiplayer fantasy experience. Where's uh, revolutionary? What are you talking about here? You know, <laughs> the first thing I was reading was like, what are you? It's a battle royale with magic. No one's ever done that before. It's a battle royale with this specific art style, with this specific uh, magic system. No one's done that before. When we started develop development on Spellbreak, we thought we would be lucky if we got an early access PC only release. Okay. The excitement and engagement from the community allowed us to push the boundaries on quality gameplay platforms and more. Spellbreak was the first game ever released fully cross-platform with cross-play on day one across PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. How true is that? That feels like one of those things that someone just says and no one can validate. I feel like that could be true. Because he said he said specifically that it was the first game released on day one on day all one, these platforms. Cross-play. I think most people, most people release it everywhere too, but not on day one. Then he said over 10 million players have dropped into the HoloLens which is an incredible milestone for any new IP launch from any developer. It is challenging to sum up the experience of both building Spellbreak and launching it to the world with the help of every single one of you. It is even more difficult to tell you that we will be shutting down Spellbreak early next year. So this was five months ago. Unfortunately, That's a pretty, that's a pretty big heads up then. Yeah. Unfortunately, the game industry is a difficult business. Spellbreak was not able to break through and reach a uh, sustainable place where we could continue to invest in it the way we had dreamed of. We picked a hard path as an independent studio and decided to compete with some of the biggest games in the world. Well, while we could not get while we could not get the escape velocity needed, I do not regret the bold decisions we made in bringing Spellbreak to life. While this is a goodbye for Spellbreak, I cannot thank this community enough for the support. Blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> but you know what happened to the game? What happened to it? They got bought. Protelia oh. Inc. got bought. They got acquired. The entire team got acquired. Guess who acquired them? Activision. Microsoft. Yes, Blizzard. Oh, damn. For the World of Warcraft team. Oh, okay. Is this one of those cases of they just bought them for the staff and not the actual content? They bought them for the staff, but it kind of feels like they want to, they're, they're, they're squishing Spellbreak too at the same time, you know? Works out, I guess. Oh, okay. Two birds on stone. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, that's, people think it's kind of scummy. Like, I, like it, it's, it's, um, it is their game. Fine. But is it really that hard to keep a game running? Even if it's not... Like, lots of people still play it. It's not like no one plays it. Still lots of people play it. Still lots of people pay money in it. But is there a reason to shut down the game? That's like... Usually people don't shut down games, I feel like, anymore. Right? They just keep it up, maintenance mode. People play whatever. Here's what... To me, this would be what proves to me whether or not this was actually like, oh, they had to shut it down because they just couldn't afford it versus it being a manipulative kind of market move. Is if... Eventually, someone's going to crop up and make like a replacement, like a here's spell break again, basically, but just like a privately owned kind of deal. Oh, there if are they many. Take, if they take those down, then I'm going to feel like this is more of a market manipulation move. Then oh, if see, it had I been see. like, then if it had been like, oh, well, you know, you guys can do that. Fine, it's fine. We didn't want to maintain the game up, but if you guys want to do it, you can go ahead and do it. There's already so many spell break revival servers. I don't know how they, I don't know how they do this. Literally, I have no, the people are geniuses. But they have, a, they've already made a pre-alpha version of the game, and I, I, I don't know. And they're working on Discord with a bunch of teams, and they're working on. 
that's amazing and all. But for me, it's like, um, I think some of the choices that the CEO made, people are looking at the way the CEO made the choices and what did he make and why did he do these things. And I guess hindsight is twenty twenty, but they're upset. They're like, he made the wrong choices and he didn't do the, he did, he, they didn't do these things properly or that things properly, whatever. You can complain all you want, right? But if you look at the other games that Pro Taylor, Pro, Pro Taylor, Spellbreak developers made, then they're also kind of dead, like in the water. Like, I mean, like, no one, like, you never really hear about them. They're kind of gone. Spellbreak was a really big game. It, like, launched huge. Lightning in a bottle. Yeah, like, but it's like, did they really need to launch in every platform if they couldn't handle it? Because they're not that many developers, right? It didn't feel like they could handle, like, all platform support. Oh, you think they grew too big too fast? I think I think they were really maybe too ambitious, and Ooh. and on purpose because they really wanted to compete with Fortnite and stuff. But and also Fortnite was growing at that time. This is like the worst time to compete with because it was yeah, like so it was long. a bold move, yeah. But it's also one of the things where like, oh, they did something successful. Let's just copy that and do it. Yeah, and it's not just like just because Fortnite was there, none other no other games got popular. Look at Apex, insanely popular. Came out the exact well, not the exact, exact same time, but it came out really close to Fortnite, and Fortnite still did amazing. They didn't die, but Apex still got popular. Why didn't Spellbreak have the same kind of wind, like same kind of energy? I don't know. Really, was it made know. by a big studio? They didn't That's have the marketing true. budget. That's true, but it could also be the the um the the decisions, you know, the development team. And I feel like people saw there was no substantial updates. I don't know how long they were in the talks of getting acquired, and I feel like their goal might have been to get acquired, right? Because that's yeah, that's a, that's a common practice. Just be like, oh, I'll make a company and we just got to stay afloat long enough till eventually somebody sees the potential with more money and then buys us and then continues it from there. Yeah, and you know you know what's interesting? You know how I saw this? I saw this on a YouTube thumbnail which said Spellbreak shutting down or something. I clicked on the video, watched the whole 27-minute video of this dude talking about Spellbreak and I realized uh, he was really sad. He was very sad because he was talking because this, this is his livelihood, right? To play the mm-hmm. game Spellbreak and to show yep. Spellbreak off. When Spellbreak dies, what is he going to do? And it kind of made me realize that it's not just the game that people enjoy playing. There's people's li- like livelihood dependent on the game now, which is kind of an interesting thing. And there's many games like that, right? Like imagine like League of Legends shut down. How many people use League of Legends as their primary source of income? Like it's yeah, it's definitely it's one more than like, like hundred thousand. You can get kind of lost in the details of like whether or not that's the responsibility of like the person who made the game or not. Yeah, but it is something that is of note. That a lot of people make the livelihood off of, like this, like I said, secondary content creators, kind of. Right? Someone makes the game, or they make a manga, or they make something. And then there's people on the outer ring who are building upon that. I don't want to say, the thing is, like, I don't want to equate, like, like they're leeching off of it. Like, I'm, they're, building, they're building upon it. Yeah, they're not leeching. I don't think so. It's fair game. But at the same time, it's a, uh, I think they know, they have an idea that it's going, one day it's going to stop, or, or might stop might end every okay every job has that okay it's not i'm not saying like any any you can just pick any random office job and you're guaranteed to work there for your the rest of your life no one's no one's guaranteed but if you're if like let's say like one piece right there's lots of one piece youtubers and there's lots of one piece just creators in general when one piece ends when the one piece is revealed and one piece manga finishes like what are they gonna do they can't just make more one piece stuff. i mean they can they're gonna but after a while what are they gonna do and i've already started seeing one piece youtubers branching off a little bit more to other things like other anime or other aspects, history or whatever, because they have to kind of diversify their content now. It's yeah, already it's, started. It's, 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 it's one of the things that's very tricky because I've had that happen where content creators will kind of move over to other things because the thing that they primarily do just isn't viable long enough anymore. Right? When One Piece started, or you know, two, three years into One Piece, 
they could be like, oh, this is going to go on for a while. And we can kind of keep this going. But now it's reached the point where we know it's coming to an end. The creators even been like, okay, we're at, we're at the final stages of the of the performance, if you want to call it that. And now it's like, okay, as a content creator, what do you do? You just start making other stuff. And a lot of the times, I don't know if it's just me, I don't make that transition over. Yeah. That's, that's the risk they have. To, but they have to do it. They have to do it. And you have, they have, they're hoping that you will make it too. But you might not. The biggest One Piece YouTuber I watch right now is called, it's called Tekking 101. And he used to make Bleach content. And when Bleach ended, he had to switch to One Piece. And oh, interesting. Okay, so he's already done this transition before once. He's already done this once. And he, this time he's going he's gonna to have to do it again probably. But it's, um, it's not easy, right? And a lot of people will leave. Because if you start talking about something, for example, like... Uh, you just, no, okay. If you start talking about something like, you know, I don't know, it's an, insert another anime, I might not be that interested in it. You know? And I might not want to watch theories about that or discussions about that. So then that's kind of a... It is what it is. I guess the secondary hope is that other people who are interested will join. People who don't care about One Piece, but care about the new stuff. And that I compensate, it'll cancel out, or even better, it could grow. I'll be honest, I imagine this guy is more successful now with One Piece than he ever was with Bleach. I'm, I'm willing to make that bet. It's hard as hell because, you know, the overtime challenge just grows, right? So I don't That's know. True. That's I a bit unfair, just because that's based off that, yeah. What I will say is maybe they're hoping for Two Piece, and it's okay with Boofy. That's what I was thinking, a sequel <laughs> series, right? Yeah, because look at I, I assume I assume a lot of, yeah, you beat me to it. I imagine <laughs> a lot of Naruto creators just moved over to Boruto. Yeah, I, I would I would imagine so, and it would make sense, you know. The the, the nice thing is you can play both sides. So when Boruto comes out, and people are really annoyed at Boruto. You can be like, yeah, Boruto sucks, and why why this and why did the movie do this and why the animation is bad? But then when it doesn't matter because they're gonna watch the next chapter anyways. It doesn't matter. These guys are addicted. The next episode comes out. Look at what Boruto did here. Look at Sarda and Boruto, and you know, look at me. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out of there. That's that's perfect. I I saw this happening when Overwatch two came out. There were so many people talking about how the terrible monetization policy, right? It's everywhere. It was like everywhere, and it's still everywhere. And I'm, I'm for me, I was like, all right, I get it, dude. Can we just move on? Like, I get it, but like, can we talk about the game? Like, <laughs> but there's some YouTubers that are milking this so deeply, dude. Every single time Blizzard does anything for uh, for Overwatch, they're always like, uh, Overwatch two monetization did this, and the next act is it's gonna a cash grab. It's always a cash grab. Yeah, it's all. It's always these huge thumbnails that, like, I think people will get tired of it after a while. But they're, right now, they're like, we're going to milk this heavily. Then when people get tired, we're still going to talk about the game. We're still going to talk about everything else. But whenever the moment is right, right, is really good right now to milk it. I, I don't deny the hustle. Okay, it's a... yeah, I, I can't blame them. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, you shouldn't do that. Like, I, okay, I'll say you shouldn't do that. But I'm not going to say that it's a dumb thing to do. It's clearly the smart decision to make. Very smart. You're it's, it's, insane. It's, insane. It's, it's insanely smart to do. I recently went through a thing where, like, I went through some of my subscriptions because I've always talked about how I'm very... Like, I, I like the algorithm on YouTube, but I still prefer to have my own subscription feed. That's my primary YouTube source. Yeah, the and algorithm then, on YouTube sucks, okay? I'll say oh, that you, right you now. hate it, okay. It's so bad. It is so bad, okay? TikTok's algorithm is, like, 10,000 times better, okay? I'm not even joking. What about YouTube Shorts? What about the algorithm? Because I'm pretty sure that's a, that's a different algorithm. YouTube Shorts is a little bit better. I'll be honest. YouTube Shorts is better. But it's still I hate not that YouTube amazing. Algorithm. But it's not. It's still not that amazing. You know. Okay. All I'll say is just I don't want to see the same videos crop up on my home feed like every single second. I it's swear I've seen this video. I swear I've seen this video every day for the past like two years. I'm not joking, dude. And I see it crop up every single time. And I'm just like I don't want to click the not interested button. I don't want to click any new buttons. None. None of that stuff. I want to see fresh content. So you're upset that they're showing you content that you've not seen yet. It just keeps showing the same stuff you haven't not seen. It's not stuff you've seen before and showing it again. Yeah. 
this is new stuff that I haven't clicked on in two years. If I was the algorithm, I'd be like, this guy hasn't clicked on in two years and he's seen this. Maybe I shouldn't show this anymore. Question mark, right? The thing is, I know I know there have been times where I've done that, where I've seen like this. Like, I'll be going through the home feed. I'll see like, I've seen this video like 60 times in my home feed. I recognize the thumbnail now at this point. Like I recognize it on yeah. site. And then I watch it. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. This is a great video. I should have watched it two years ago. No, no, no. I ain't getting, I ain't getting that Stockholm syndrome, dude. No way. I, I, Dude, the thing is, I, the it's so bad. Like it's got it's gotten so bad right now that sometimes I'm like I'm on YouTube and I'm like I just can't be on YouTube anymore because I I'm not getting any new content. Oh, you leave the site. Yeah, I'm. I, I it makes me leave the site. Like seriously, I I it doesn't it hasn't oh, happened before. Crazy. Recently, it's happened. I'm like, what is? I just can't. I it, it gets me so annoyed. So I'm like, okay, I'm out. Then I have to go on like other like you know, other things. I don't know. I gotta actually do so with my life now. Like what the heck? <laughs> yeah, but like I was saying, go back to what I was saying before. Algorithm, you know, some people hate it, apparently. I consider it like, okay, it's good enough for me. But I always prefer subscription first. Like what I said, I, w- I want to watch this person. I like this person's content. I want to see it every time. I don't want to rely on the algorithm be like, I think you might like this video by this person you watch a lot. And I recently had to go through and like, just burn through a bunch of those. Like I had to like just unsubscribe from a bunch of channels. Because I realized Seven. like over time, like, I was like, I'm not watching that content. Or even if I am watching that content, I'm kind of just like putting it on in the background. Well, any, and any just kind of, I'm not going to say names. No, wait, wait, that's not a bad thing. What the heck? We're not saying anything bad about that. We're just saying, like, what? I'm just wondering, like, you don't, you don't subscribe from anyone, like, like Vsauce, uh, you know? Okay, like, probably the biggest one was uh, the game theory stuff. Oh, my God. Them. I can't believe you would say that. <laughs> like, all wait, three really? of them just, like, Yeah, yeah. The game, film, food, all of them. I am subscribed from, like, a long time. Honestly, like, a lot of the, yeah, a lot of them, I just, those those ones in particular, especially game theory. I, just, I was subscribed to, like, my, that channel couldn't have been more than a year old when I subscribed to it. Dang. You're like an OG. And I was like, that's the, yeah, and I watched every video because I watched it. But I realized over time, like, I'm not even watching them. I'm just putting them on the background. Just so I can say I watched them all? Like, who who am I trying to impress? Why am I wasting my time watching these videos, trying to act like I watched every video MatPat's ever made? Why am I doing this to myself? And so I just unsubscribed from all of them. Like, I'm done. Like, Wait, I'm like, really? I'm that, was a thought, that was a thought process? Like, you, yeah. like, I thought I thought when you put it in the background, you still listen to it. Like, you actually still enjoy the content. Yeah, not that's, just that that's, like... that's typically how it is, but I realized that's not what ha- that's not what's happening here. Oh, it was clearly I put it on and I just tone it out, like completely just forget it's even there. And you're I one of those guys, part... dude. You're one of those guys when Taylor Swift releases a new album, they like stream the album. They're not listening to it. They just they just put it on in the background, twenty four seven. The computer's on too the whole time. They're just streaming it. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what do you mean that? They get the numbers up. They get the numbers up, and then oh, when Taylor Swift they get gets the like numbers up. Okay. Yeah. I see. Okay, that makes totally more sense. Yeah, it's just like, and I've known this for a while where like I realized the content just isn't for me, which is fine, right? Not, not everything has to be for me and the content creators can change what they want to make over time if it suits them better. And that's just how I felt where like, this content isn't for me anymore. I keep watching it out of a sense of like, oh, I've been with this channel for so long, I might as well just stick around. And I just feel like over time, that's like, that's kind of bad. Like I could be watching content I enjoy more. I could find, maybe the algorithm thinks I love this channel so much, it keeps showing me this stuff on the homepage and stuff. And I could find more content creators I enjoy. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. That's very interesting. Very sad, kind of, but also very interesting. It's honestly, I'm not gonna lie. It is kind of sad to be. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I should have done it. I should, I should go back. Jeez, I, I, dude, I'm not. I have not gotten close to any channel like that. Like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. But, for, but for me, dude, MapPass videos are like so, like, because you put them in the background, which I think is the right way to watch them, anyways. Because there's no real reason to wa- actually watch. I believe them. one time you told me the only reason you watch his videos is because you like the music, the theme music. That's it. Yeah, it was pretty That's good. That's your favorite part of the videos. 
It's pretty good. But when I watch the theories, I just I usually watch the video. But the videos are so bad. Like I I know his style is like I just it's not for me. Okay, it's not for me. It was okay in the first one, but it got too it got too much for me. And it's too long. The videos are too long. They make no they don't need to be this long. They're just too long. Well, the algorithm says they have to be that long. So okay, whatever. I'm saying he makes the videos too long, and I feel like they shouldn't really be that long. I like I like Matt Pat's voice. I think his voice is a, is good for the thing that he's doing. But I don't like the. You know, some of his theories are so outlandish. It's like I don't care. I don't care about like how many coins fit in the ducktails like bathtub, like or something. You know, like who cares, vault, bro? Yeah. Like he's doing yeah, dimension like, stuff, and the, the, I don't think the the one I saw that like you think it's like the straw that broke the camel's back was the Dora is a demon or something. Dora, like, the Dora demon. the Explorer. Oh, is okay. a demon. Oh, what the heck? And like I watched like, the first two minutes, I'm like, I'm done. And then I unsubscribed from all of it. And then I went to the burn. That's like what started it. That's oh, what started I, the burn. Oh my god. You know, I, th- I thought that was a joke, right? Because I I, don't, I forgot what YouTuber I watched. They're like, I, I, really, I published a video. And I got so many people unsubscribed after that video. I had to take it down. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch the first two minutes of that. Door of the, door of the Demon. It's like, dang, this is the one that made him be like, nah. <laughs> because it, it's hard to reach the point to me where... I can't like people used to parody that. Oh, MatPat's theories are like super outlandish and like super like stretched. Right? You, he stretches so much to make points, and I kind of had to agree with them. Like, yeah, I kind of was kind of goofy, like over the top. But even then, like sometimes I felt like, oh, but sometimes they actually are. Now it's like I can't even. This could be a parody. It could be a joke from MatPat. I can't tell if he's being sarcastic. Mm, I can't tell okay. it anymore. Yeah. So that's that's for okay. That's maybe that's for film theory. What about game theory and uh, food theory? Food theory was the hard one. Game theory, I feel the same way. I feel like it just end up being kind of the same stuff. Okay. Film food theory was kind of the hardest one, where a lot of that actually is kind of sciency. Like there actually is science there, and that's the that's the reason I subscribed to Game Theory like ten plus years ago, where how long ago that was, where it was he would talk about science, and that's the part I cared about the most. I don't care about like I always. I think I've talked to you about this before. Like in my head, there are two types of like theories in terms of like media, yeah, like, movie yeah, theories, yeah. game theories. There are two types. There are those that are like outside the world and inside the world theories. Inside the world theories are the stuff that MatPat has started doing way, way more now. And he's been doing it for quite a few years, honestly. It's, it's like, like lore. Like, like lore It's theories. lore. Exactly. It's like, oh, in this world, these are the rules. And this is the consequences or potential consequences of those rules. Whereas outer world theories are like, oh, in Assassin's Creed, you can jump off a building and land in a pile of hay. Would that work in real life? Could you do that? Or what are the implications? Like, it goes like, okay... If he you take this building in the game is based off this real building, he falls at this speed. Therefore, the gravitational pull of the Earth in the game must be two times stronger than Earth's, and like and like all that nonsense. That's the part I loved so much, and he just doesn't make that content anymore. Food theory is the closest to that, where he actually mm. talks a lot about like the science of nutrition, and I'm like, food theory might be the one where if the algorithm spits it at me, I'll watch it. But even then, like I'm not gonna have it in my subscription feed anymore like have it just clutter it up because if i if i see it in my subscription feed i'm gonna feel for some dumb reason obligated to like put in my watch later and then get to it eventually all right that's 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 a you problem the 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 lore theories i feel is only interesting if you care about the lore while the science part of the theories is you don't have to care about Assassin's screen to think that's an interesting topic you know it's just a the interesting idea i guess the good way to put it if you're interested in science no matter what game it's about you'll care about the science what which i do but if you if it's lore, you have to care about that lore. Yeah, which is difficult sometimes. You know, if it was if it was about One Piece, yeah, I love One Piece lore. But if it was about like Assassin's Creed, Five lore, Nights at Freddy. 
Five Nights at Freddy. Oh my god, dude. This guy needs to stop Five Nights at Freddy, dude. What the heck? Yeah, it's a good game or whatever, man. Move on with your life. I swear to God. No, but it you know does what? too well. It does too well. It does well. too well. I was about yeah, I was about to say it does so well though. I can't even say that. Never mind. It does so well. I can't deny that. Dude, for me, my subscriptions are optional. Like I can watch it. I don't have to watch it. So I look so at them. Like, what's the point of subscriptions to you? Like, I I think you're the more common person on YouTube. What's the point of subscribing? I don't think my sister has subscribed to a single channel because to her it's just the homepage. Who cares? Oh wow, that's interesting. No, for me, um. Although my sister doesn't use YouTube much anymore, honestly. I talked to her about this, but I'm surprised by that. To me, YouTube is like my primary entertainment like source. Is it because the home feed sucks? <laughs> Maybe. Nah, it's, I'm, just, I'm just being petty. Okay, so, no, like, for me, the subscriptions is someone that I want to see content more of. That's, like, the classic example, right? And I subscribe to channels, like, all the time. Like, every day I'm subscribing to at least, like, a one channel, probably. Maybe, okay, maybe not every day, but, like, every week at least I'm doing, like, one channel. And I also unsubscribe. I'm not saying I don't. Just as it comes along, I unsubscribe when I when I want. I put videos in my watch later that I'm gonna watch, but I never do. Like not I used See, this, this no, you look at me. Listen, you listen, have I watched later like two hundred plus videos. It's like three thousand now, but I used to watch them. I used to put them there and I used to watch all of them one by one. It's gone to the point now where I put them in the watch later, but either I just don't have the time or I just don't care enough anymore. I just don't. I have a question: it. Is that like three hour Sherlock video still in there? Probably yes. Because I saw I remember one time you showed me a watch later and you saw it and like oh I love this content creator. I'm going to watch this video. And then, like, I checked with you a year later. You said I watched it. I had watched it by the time you had watched it. Let me quickly check. Sort by date added oldest. I like how they have that sort there. Uh, Hasbin Hotel. It's the first one. The plot of ha- <laughs> the pilot. The pilot? Episode. That I yeah. you to watch? Oh, I haven't watched that yet. Interesting. Is it, like, 20 minutes? It's not even, like, the, uh, 31. You have, like, you have, like, three hour videos in this watch later. You can watch this 20 minute video? That one is 31 minutes. Oh, I had, I, I, I have 500 videos on here right now. I did a calling recently. Most of these are very short videos. Very short videos. But, oh, here's, here's the Pirates of the Caribbean video that you sent me a while ago. Some Bluetooth stuff. I don't see that really long video, though. Maybe I got rid of it. I don't know. You might have gotten rid of it. I don't think you watched it. Yeah. Some videos oh, no. here I watched. But wait, wait, I how long is the Pirates of the Caribbean one? Uh, I think it was like 20 minutes or something. Oh, okay, never mind. I, I think maybe I got mistaken. I think it's the Pirates of the Caribbean video, not... Sherlock. It was like oh. a multi-hour long video about like why a series isn't that good or why it sucks. And I think I think the Sherlock one was the one I recommended, but you said you weren't gonna watch because you don't you don't like Sherlock enough to or you don't want to hate it or something. I forget what the details were. Yeah, that sounds a lot like me, dude. What the heck? So many pro ZD videos here. <laughs> but it's like I've already watched them, but they're just here. They're still here. So you have like you're like 500 plus. I think my watcher the most it's ever gone was one time it got up to 100. Because I purposely wouldn't use YouTube for like three weeks. And because I was like studying for like a major test. And I was like, okay, I'll reward myself by watching all these YouTube videos after the test is over. So I just open up YouTube, go to my subscriptions, just add a bunch of videos to watch later and then close YouTube. And then I got up to like a hundred something. That's the highest I ever got. After that, I could quickly burn through them all and got back down. Yeah, I would say for the videos I have in my watch later, probably a hundred of them are really short. You can just get rid of those. Uh, maybe another 50 or 200 of those are videos that I've already seen that he's having got rid of. And then the rest are videos that I'm never going to, like, probably never going to watch. Like, let's be real. Probably never going to watch. So I'm going to call them anyways. But it's like, uh, for me, the watch later used to be useful. But because I'm getting way, I'm getting turned off of YouTube, like, so often these days. It's like, a, I don't even feel like, like, sometimes I don't feel like even watching YouTube videos. I'm like, just forget it. Like, it's not worth it for me. You know, sometimes, you know. If I don't watch it right now, then I'm probably not going to watch it. That's that's the feeling I'm, I'm starting to get with YouTube. Which wasn't the case back in the past, but... You know, things change, I suppose. 
TikTok though. That's where the money's at. <laughs> or not just TikTok, but any I guess any short audio form format kind of deal. YouTube Shorts right now, my YouTube Shorts is filled with just Python, not Python, but like programming stuff. Like literally every YouTube Short I watched so far is just. Did you know this in Python? Did you know this in JavaScript? You know, do you know you could do this or whatever, or VS Code. I, is this I don't trip? use TikTok, so maybe you can tell me whether it is the same. I find the YouTube Short algorithm like it adapts too fast. Like I'll watch one video that catches my interest on like a topic that I never watched before, and then on the next like twenty videos, like fifteen of them will be about that. Will be connected to that one video that I watched, and like I only wanted to watch the one. I'm fine. I can go back to like what I was looking at before, but no, no, no. Now we're fully on this stuff. This is the one problem I have with YouTube, where it's like I feel like the algorithm is not that good. Where they show me a lot of content which they think that might be interesting to me, but they're not showing me content that might be interesting to me, but they have no idea because I've never watched those videos before. They need something there that's completely new, like discovery. You need like, more exploration, less exploitation in the AI. Uh, it's not. I don't. Know. I want to say exploitation, but like for for example, for me, right? No, isn't, that the, isn't that the computer science term for it? Oh, okay. I don't know. I think it's exploration, exploitation. It's like how much do you g- learn versus how much do you apply what you learned. And you think the algorithm is trying too much to apply what it's already learned and should try to learn new things about you. Yeah, it should because if you look at my home, if you look at my home feed, you'll see you know League of Legends stuff, you'll see some anime stuff, you'll see some coding stuff, some interesting like math stuff or building a cyber deck. Like okay, whatever. Ten types of TAs in your class, Minecraft, <laughs> you know GitHub, that kind of stuff chess stuff but what about like fashion i'm just I'm throwing something out there that i would never probably watch maybe i would but well, fashion maybe the, or, maybe the algorithm knows that you won't click on those videos and how would they know or, or or stuff like a building you know like building a house or building bricks the different types of bricks i watched a video once about like different types of material in a house and that's really interesting i don't see any videos of those anymore like things like that was like I, the youtube algorithm doesn't know because they don't put that on me they throw the stuff that i probably will watch but what about the new stuff? You know, maybe I'll I watch think that the stuff algorithm too. also depends on what people like you also watched. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like when you're describing your channel, when you're describing your home feed. It's very similar to mine. And I know you and I are very similar people. But sometimes I wonder, like, if your choices dictate what it throws at me, and vice versa. Yeah. Like yeah, if yeah, I suddenly I know, like I went like on a on a fashion spree and started watching other fashion videos, would you suddenly start seeing them? That's a good point. Possibly, possibly. I want to say no, but possibly. But the, TikTok is not like that. Okay, where TikTok is, they'll show me stuff. Well, at least for now, it's not. They'll show me stuff that I love and I really enjoy, like programming stuff and you know Overwatch and Machilla, sure. But they'll throw us stuff that I'll never watch, or I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I probably wouldn't click on if I saw a thumbnail that said like, "Oh, me with my teenage daughter." Like I don't care that much about that stuff, right? I wouldn't click on that for YouTube videos. But TikToks, it shows up I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting," and it's short, whatever. I can watch it. That's how they get you. You're just like and, proving to me that you just don't want choice. You don't want the choice. No, I'm pr- I'm proving to you that I want I want to see stuff that I have never seen before because I might enjoy that, but they never give that chance. They never throw that stuff out there. And if every day you get the same thing, for example, I've seen this video. If anime itself had a trailer on my home feed for the past, it's a year ago, right? It will I saw it for a year at least, and it's like I see it every day. You know, I'm joking. I'm not even joking. I see it like every day, and if I haven't clicked on it already, if it's not on my watch later list or anything, do, I mean I like anime, but I if I don't, it's a picture of Crollo from Hunter Hunter. Really impressive guy. But I still haven't watched the video. It's only two minutes long, but I still haven't watched the video. There might be a reason why I don't care that much about this video. But they're like, no, 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 this guy loves anime. This guy loves Hunter x Hunter. He likes short videos. He's going to love this one. Yeah, but I haven't clicked on it in a year. I don't want to get Stockholm Syndrome. I just want... Alright, this is going to be... A... This is too much Too much ranting. Okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. No more ranting.
Alright, so that was the episode. Maybe it was too much ranting at the end, but uh, there you go. I love it when you rant. I don't know why. I just really enjoy it. It's really <laughs> fun to see you go off. Alright, this is Hamza signing off. I'm going to sign off. Hopefully, see you next time. Maybe less ranting next time. No promises. <laughs>